the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We've all been there, right? You've uh, seen somebody say something, quip, retort, and you thought, man, I wish I'd said that. Or you've been in a conversation and you had an opportunity and you didn't say it, lacked the uh, fortitude, or maybe that inner voice was like, I know you'd love to say it, but don't say it. But it's really, really delicious when it's not sinful to say something. You say it in the right tone. You flavor it with just the exact right amount of passion. It is 100% true and authentic. And it is powerful and bold, yet not shouted, not overstated. Such was the case yesterday. When CNN, I don't know, contributor, I guess he is, Scott Jennings, he's one of their token Republicans. They got to have a few in order to parrot the lie that they are the most trusted name in news. Scott Jennings served in the George W. Bush administration, and he's on CNN periodically. And he was on a panel yesterday. And there sitting across from him on the panel was Randy Weingarten, president of the American Federation of Teachers, back from her congressional testimony, where Randy Weingarten made the case over and over and over and over again how hard she fought to keep the schools open. You're like, What? <laughs> What? To keep the schools open? Yeah, here's a flavor of what she had to say. They knew that remote was not right for our kids. We knew we had to be in school. We just wanted to be safe. Oh, we knew, we knew, we wanted to be safe. We tried to open the schools. And you're like, what? None of that is true. No, none of it is true. A point that was made quietly, forcefully, and eloquently by Scott Jennings yesterday on, of all places, CNN. We don't know each other, but speaking on behalf of millions of American parents, I have four at home. I had to teach them at home. My wife had to teach them at home. I am stunned at what you have said this week about your claiming to have wanted to reopen schools. I think most you'll find that most parents believe you were the tip of the spear of school closures. There are numerous statements you made over the summer of 20, scaring people to death about the possibility of opening schools. And I hear no remorse whatsoever about the generational damage that's been done to these kids. I have two kids with learning differences. Do you know how hard it is for them to learn at home and not in a classroom that was designed for them? And for you to sit in front of Congress and the American people and say, oh, I I wanted to open them the whole time. I, I am shocked. I'm stunned. I'm stunned. And there are millions of parents who feel the exact same way. There surely are. And I hope that Randy Weingarten remains as intractable on this. It's so funny. 
And actually, I'm just as I'm saying, it's funny, I'm processing the information here is why, why are Democrats so loath to say they're wrong? For instance, I made the point earlier this week, the thing that's interesting about Tucker Carlson is that Tucker Carlson a lot of times would say, you know, I got that wrong. I was wrong on that. I've obtained new information. I have a new perspective. I've analyzed it differently. Events have warranted me rethinking my position. And I contrasted that to Don Lemon of CNN, who just kept right on with mostly peaceful protests, white privilege, white supremacy, blah, 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 blah. It is easier to admit you are wrong if you have experienced forgiveness in your own life. It really is. Once you experience forgiveness, and there is no forgiveness more genuine than forgiveness for your sins through Christ at the cross, then you are able, in fact, I would say you are compelled, to extend grace and forgiveness to other people. But if you are a godless, God-hating person, like it is obvious Randy Weingarten is, because you could only continue to lie. Does she think videotape doesn't exist? Does she think Twitter doesn't archive her very own tweets? Does she think we don't have audio of her ripping Brian Kemp in Georgia and Ron DeSantis in Florida when they reopened their schools in the fall of 2020? And she tweeted this, Georgia has had a terrible school opening and its highest death toll Will the governor ever learn that COVID is serious? No, actually, Georgia had a really successful reopening, and so did Florida. And people have flocked to Florida from New York, where you had some of the most oppressive, inane school lockdowns. But Randy Weingarten the other day, after hearing that powerful, impassioned, clearly stated, hopefully come-to-Jesus moment, by Scott Jennings, said this. This is her defense. I have worked for the last 20 or 30 years helping kids every single day. I've been a school teacher. I've been a union leader. I knew and understood the importance of reopening the schools and the importance of making sure that people were safe. And poll after poll that we did of parents, and I spent a lot of time with parents, said they basically understood and supported that we needed to do both. None of that is true. None of that is true. Her response to this man who has caught her in her lie, who has, I would say, kindly exposed her lies, is to continue to lie or to obfuscate. I have worked for the last 20 or 30 years helping kids every single day. Well, A, that's not true because you didn't help them during the pandemic. But what does that have to do with anything? It has nothing to do. You've been, okay, you've been head of the American Federation of Teachers for however long. So what? (laughs) Doesn't address what I just said. You did. I've been a school teacher. I've been a union leader. So? Yeah, you've been a school teacher. You've been a union leader. You got it wrong. I'm asking you to tell me why you got it wrong. What were you thinking? Tell me you made a mistake and asked for my forgiveness, and there's a good chance I'll extend it to you. No, she won't do it. She lies. I understood the importance of reopening the schools. No, you didn't. You fought to keep them closed. You said kids would die. You said teachers would die. You fought for your teachers in Chicago not to have to go back to school. You let them go on strike when kids finally were able to go back to school. 
and poll after poll that we did of parents said that they wanted you to keep the schools closed? What? Where did you take the poll? At a Biden family barbecue? Like, give me a break, lady. Such a liar. It's infuriating. Totally infuriating. But it is the go-to position of the Democratic Party. Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday at the White House was asked about the advanced question given to Joe Biden. She's like, ah, it's standard procedure. No, it is not standard procedure. It is not standard procedure at all. Joe Biden on the debt ceiling. Ah, Nobody should use cutting spending. I'll let Ro Khanna make the case Democrats are making on the debt ceiling. For the longest time, Joe Biden said, I'm not going to negotiate on the debt ceiling. Republicans have just got to pass a budget and raise the debt ceiling. Okay, so guess what happened just a couple days ago? Republicans raised the debt ceiling. And now Biden's like, well, I don't like how they did it. I don't like how they did it. Ro Khanna, Democrat, doesn't like how they did it. Listen to how he says it works in your home. He has no clue how it works in your home or mine. When families have credit card debt, they pay the debt. They first pay the bill. I don't know any family who says, oh, we've accumulated credit card debt. Let's not pay it. Let's first discuss what to cut. They're holding it hostage. It's like a family saying, we'll only pay our credit card bill uh, if you agree, family member X, to cut this spending. Let's first pay the bill. We've already, you know, incurred these expenses. This is patriotic to pay our bill. Yeah. When you're over your credit card limit at home, you're telling me a part of the discussion is not Who spent this? How did we get over the, we're not doing this anymore. Like, we're going to stop this nonsense. I'm going to pay the bill, but we're not doing this anymore. Like, thankfully, my wife, my kids are not crazed spenders, and we don't have to have that conversation. But that is part of the conversation in every American household. If you have exceeded your ability to pay your bills, they are tandem issues. We got to pay this. How are we going to pay this? But we're not doing this anymore. We're not buying this. We're not spending this. They can't. They can't even come to grips with how real people think. All right, it's the final segment of the week. So I've endeavored to end the week, every, every segment this week uh, of every show on an up note. Uh, we got to start, though, with a little bit of uh, news from today that I did not get to yet. Uh, here is the WNBA basketball player, Brittany Griner, uh, getting ready to talk about her comeback to the WNBA. She was uh, imprisoned in Russia for taking vape oil into Russia. Not smart. And we traded a uh, heinous Russian arms dealer, Victor Bot, for her. We didn't get anything close uh, to even for giving them Victor Bot. And uh, how does Brittany Griner say thank you for that? Well, uh, she's going to fight against all of you who would uh, keep transgender women, which is to say fake women, biological men, out of locker rooms and off girls' sports teams. That ranks high on the on the list of, of things that I'll be fighting for and speaking up against. You know, everyone has everyone deserves the right to play. Everyone deserves the right to to come here, sit in these seats, and feel safe and not feel 
um, like there's a threat or they can't be who they are or um, like like it's just all eyes on them. Uh, so um, I think it's a crime, honestly, to to separate um, someone for any reason. Um, so I definitely will be speaking up against against those that legislation and those laws that are trying to be passed for sure. Okay, so let's tackle her desires there. She said, everyone has a right to play. Yeah, they do, and they can. Transgender women can play men's basketball, boys' basketball. There is a lane for them to play. They play in the biological sex. So that's not true. They're not being denied playing. They are being asked to play, forced, if you want to say, forced in 19 states, to play the sex, the sports in the sex that lines up with their biological sex. Everyone has a right to feel safe. Yeah, they do. They are not threatened. Their threat is a self-perception. They are not threatened. Okay? There are far more threats from transgender people, remember the manifesto is coming, than there are against transgender people. She says it's, it's not ideal that all eyes are on them. Well, Sorry to break it to you. If you're a guy and you color your hair purple, lime green, put a ring in your nose, put on a dress, it's face tattoo syndrome, right? It is. It's face tattoo syndrome. Guys who have a face tattoo, you look at it, they go, what are you looking at? I'm looking at your face tattoo. Why are you looking at it? Because it's out of the ordinary. Because it's not normal, okay? It's not normal for a dude to be in a dress or to have lime green or bright purple hair with a nose ring. It's not normal. Why do people look at a car sitting harmlessly alongside the interstate? Nothing happening, no accident. Why? Because it's the only one there. Because it's out of the ordinary. It's not normal. And Brittany Griner says that she'll advocate for transgender people because they have a right to be who they are. Oh, if only they would be who they are. If only they would be what they were created to be. They'd be so much happier and the rest of us would not have to worry about the lunatic idea, the idiotic idea, the demonic idea that a man can be a woman or a woman can be a man merely by saying so. (sighs) Okay. Let me switch to a scripture that came to mind when I was listening to Brittany Griner. Yeah, and that was Brittany Griner's voice, okay? That's, that was really Brittany Griner's voice. Uh, I thought of the scripture from Luke 12. To whom much is given, much is expected. That's a paraphrase, but that's the essential idea. From Jesus talking. To whom much is given, much is expected. If you're given a platform, if you're given influence, if you're given the ability to sway people with your power, prominence, prestige, and platform. You better steward it wisely because your expectation goes up as your audience goes up. Jesus also said, it would be better for you if a millstone were put around your neck than if you'd lead a little child astray. The people from Equality Ohio, the people from uh, Kaleidoscope Youth Center, People like Brittany Griner, they are purposefully attempting to lead America's youth astray. I don't know that they're doing it from 
a 100% evil mindset. I think they themselves might be deluded. But that is what they are doing, and they will be held accountable for it, if not in this life, then in the next. Now, yesterday at the White House, uh, last night at the White House, he was out after hours, Joe Biden was. He had a state dinner last night, and they had the uh, South Korean president. They were feting, F-E-T-E-I-N-G, feting, or F-E-T-I-N-G, not sure if the E drops or not. They were honoring the South Korean president. And somebody sang, I don't know if somebody sang this song or this was on the guy's song, uh, on the guy's mind, or if it was karaoke night at the White House or what. But all of a sudden, the South Korean president grabbed the microphone and this occurred. I can't remember if I tried when I read about his willow bride. Something touched me deep inside the day the music died. Not bad. Not bad. Now, I assume you have heard that song or know of that song. It's Don McLean's American Pie from 1971. And it's a really cool song because it is a historical allegory type song. Uh, Billy Joel's uh, We Didn't Start the Fire, similar type song. The Don McLean song for years and years and years, people have debated about what did he mean by the jester? and What did he mean by singing for the king and queen? And what does that mean? He drove his Chevy to the levee. The levee was a bar that Don McLean went to. I saw Satan laughing with delight the day the music died. The day the music died was the day that Buddy Holly, J.D. Richardson, and Richie Valens died in a plane crash. And there's references to Elvis in this song and references to Bob Dylan in this song. There's references to JFK in this song. It's a really cool song. In the end of the song, he talks about the assassination of Martin Luther King, JFK, and RFK. And he says, the three men I admire most, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they caught the last train for the coast the day the music died. So all three of those guys, quite unexpectedly, faced their maker at a moment not of their choosing. All three assassinated. We all exist in a world where we could, without advance notice, face our maker. And hopefully not before we are ready. The time to make that decision is not when you see the end coming. The time to make that decision, the time to reconcile where you stand with God through his son Jesus, the time to make that decision is now. Because you may not get the opportunity to do it on a time schedule you want to do it. Uh, If you don't know how, uh, reach out to me, Bruce at SalemMedia.com. We're excited about having a new pastor at our church, and I would be happy to invite you there or put you in touch with one in your neighborhood because there are, unfortunately, a lot of heretical churches. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.